0: For comfort, durability, and performance. Shop for Timberland Pro work boots at all Shifton's Big R Store locations. Packed with the latest Timberland Pro comfort features and technology, the right pair will conquer any job site, weather condition, or terrain. For a limited time, you can take 20% off all Timberland Pro footwear in stock. And that discount is also good on Timberland Pro hoodies, jackets, beanies, shirts, and other apparel. Hey, work can be hard, but finding the right boots and workwear? is easy. You'll find Timberland Pro Footwear and Apparel with quality. Shift and at Shippin's Big on. R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high-efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. What's up with the weather? Sunny one minute, blizzard the next. The new forecast now calls for big savings at Midas. Save up to $170 bucks with the installation of four select tires at Midas Tire and Auto, which happens to come with free brake inspection. If you happen to need brake service, you can save another 50 bucks. Whatever you need, Midas will keep you rolling safely this spring with a little more green in your pocket. Midas Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Come celebrate St. Patty's Day in grand style
1: with the Irish band, Dervish. Woo! This six-member band, renowned for their live performances around the world, will take the WyO stage Thursday, March 17th at 7.30 in a splash of Irish culture. The Wyo Theater March 17th. Get your tickets now at the Wyo Theater Box Office or online at WyoTheater.com.
0: is a great career. Sheridan Media employs a number of people in various capacities, including advertising sales, news, promotions, business administration, and engineering. If you or your organization would like to know if there's a job opening at Sheridan Media, send your mailing address request to Bob Grammons, General Manager, Sheridan Media. PO Box 5086, Sheridan, Wyoming, 82801. We'll send a notice to your organization or group every time there's a full-time job opening. Sheridan Media is an equal opportunity employer. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday, your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE, that's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey.
2: Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Aaron Linden, and we've got James Timberlake in the booth. We're your open line guys. Now we're going to go straight into the poll question. You can give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. And, uh, you know, sometimes on these poll questions, usually it's either the same people that call or it's people who are very uh, confident in the majority vote, I'm going to ask folks out there, hey, if you're part of the minority vote, don't be afraid. Give me a ring. Let me know why you think Mm -hmm. the way you think. I mean, this is what this is about. This is a a conversation, uh, and any conversation that leads to aggression just drives me crazy. So let's just (laughs) keep that there. Uh, There is a difference of opinion. Uh, There's always been statists and federalists and, and people who disagree on that. Uh, so let's go to the poll question. Steve, what do we got?
1: question is, is the United States transferring too much power to federal government? And I think not much surprise here. The results are 88% yes, 11% no, 1% undecided. So as you said, uh, a lot of us probably understand the yes votes. The no votes would be a more interesting conversation. Probably. Yeah,
2: I think it would yeah. be. Um, I'm a statist. I've always believed that uh, control should be more local than federal, Mm -hmm. and I've always kind of believed is, you know, break it all the way down to county commissions, city council, you know, that should be where I start my my government concerns is my city council, because ordinances are made, I understand the whole system, we need federal law, we need state law, but I believe that, you know, people should be allowed to govern themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the most fundamental principles that we have in this country. So give us a ring. Let us know what you think. Do you think that the federal government <clears throat> excuse me, has not so much taken but has been given more control over the years? In my research, I found that the federal government's power uh, really kind of came out of the Civil War. Now, there were other things that happened. Imminent domain has been around forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, imminent domain's been around since there were kings and queens calling the shots. <laughs> right. So, but in the United States, the only way the government w- is allowed to claim imminent domain is they have to give you a fair market price for your land. Um, they can come in and they can seize your land, but they've got to pay you for it. That's how they kind of got around that one. <laughs> uh, now... Louisiana Purchase, anyone? (laughs) Well, and, and, (laughs) you know, you've got to think about uh, the ideas that this country was actually founded upon. A lot of people want to say, you know, this is nothing what the Founding Fathers intended. This is nothing like it. But I would disagree because there's a lot of things that have happened that the Founding Fathers probably couldn't have sat back and guessed. Right. You know, and one of those being the Great Depression um, yeah. uh, another one of those being uh, a civil war. They could have guessed that, and I'm sure that they did, but the fact of the matter is when you're founding a country, you're not thinking about...
1: Yeah, let them deal with that if and when they come if to If and it. when it yeah. uh, comes up.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> now... Just an interesting sidebar, uh,
1: speaking of federal owning land, uh, 48% of Wyoming is federal land. 48%
2: yeah. of wow. this state is federal land. Yeah. And we're a square, so that's easy to imagine. Right, yeah. right. Just <laughs> colors, Roughly half. Roughly half. Yeah. Well, that's
3: why the price of land in Jackson is so high, because it's surrounded by <laughs> federal, federal land. Lands. Yeah, so everywhere. there's
2: very yeah. supply and demand. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, holy, yeah good luck getting <laughs> land up there. There's people back east money can't get land up there. So the real power of today's federal government came due to a civil war. It was a little disagreement between those who lived in the North and those who lived in the South. Uh, According to the Washington Post, to help pay for the Civil War, the government had abandoned the gold standard. and was printing greenbacks for the first time. These new notes had to be cut and counted. And in 1862, U.S. Treasurer Francis Spinner actually ended up losing the majority of his workforce because there was a war on. And you can guess where the majority of men decided to go. They left and went to the army. This was actually one of the biggest uh, indoctrinations of women into federal work. Uh, They began to cut and count money for (laughs) the U.S. Treasury. Now, this is uh, how the federal government began to basically remake itself um, for wartime. We got rid of gold, and now we depend on this. And so now I can print this. This is no concern. Uh, And we're in the national debt because of it. Right. (laughs) Uh, But the Civil War and its wartime Congress gave birth to many of the pillars of today's modern federal government. We sold bonds for the first time. Uh, Congress approved the first national banking system. Um, The Agriculture Department was born to help farmers. A national cemetery system was created to bury the union's dead. This is one thing a lot of people might not know. Uh, before the Civil War, and and almost basically before Gettysburg, really, in a battle, that was it. The people who went out and gathered the bodies of dead soldiers were who was living around. Right. The the army marched on. Our know, dead are dead. We've got a battle to get to. The U.S. government did not take care of its dead before that. <laughs> not in the way that we do now. And <clears throat> uh, so there are some people out there who might not know that uh, Arlington was actually Robert E. Lee's family's land. And so after Gettysburg, uh, basically Abraham Lincoln went up there and said he killed him. Bury him on his land and seize it. Hmm. Imminent domain. Imminent domain. Full circle. Yep. I'm going to bury the dead you made in in your family's land. Uh, It is said that General Lee never returned to Arlington, but that he did see it from the road once, and hmm. that was that. So a lot of people don't know that.
1: I did not know that.
2: I okay. didn't either. Now, the government contracting exploded. We, we had a war on, we needed weapons, we needed materials, we needed clothes, and so that's basically the birth of wartime contracting. We needed it on a mass scale that a lot of parts of the world hadn't seen before. And you've got to think about the economy at the time and how this ran. Okay. This is before Ford. There is no assembly line, right? Our economy was run on an apprentice master system. And so there wasn't a spot where you could just mass produce all this stuff. All this had to kind of be developed as we went along. Um, And usually, you know, your town blacksmith was the guy who made a lot of the guns back then, the hunting rifles and stuff like that. There was no mass machine. So all of this had to be developed under a federal government. And so this is how the federal government has gotten this control over time. Before then, uh, you know, I'm sure you can read in journals. I'm sure you can really look it up and see how far free, quote-unquote, we really were back then. And it was absolutely amazing. I mean, on our money, we printed, mind your own business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was printed right there on the money. You know, and and it it was basically, uh, an you know, it was an umbrella statement to everyone and everything that was handling that money. This is my business. This ain't the federal government's business. It's the state government's business. So, now, Congress... Uh, passed the nation's first income tax during the Civil War. Uh, This necessitated a whole new staff that today numbers 93,000 people. (laughs) The birth of the IRS. (laughs) The IRS and bureaucrats. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, think about that. There are 93,000 people watching income tax alone then why does it take so long to get your refund
1: <laughs> they have mandatory coffee breaks uh, <laughs> oh, right. yeah stuff like that you know
2: mules and blankets uh uh had to be produced gunpowder had to pr- be produced all of this basically became when the federal government did it industrials paid attention and they were like wow okay yeah we can mass produce stuff and so that's where the system of mass production really started to grind its gears. Now, it wouldn't really get kicking until Ford stepped in and was like, look at this, I don't need a master.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Floyd, right. Floyd doesn't have to make a car. Floyd's just got to make a spoke.
4: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> right. Floyd's just got to make a carburetor. That's all I care about. Make the carburetor, Floyd, and then Aaron will take care of the tires and Steve will take care of the body. That's how we make a car. The need for masters disappeared. Uh, and believe it or not, that, there was an uproar over that. I could imagine oh, I yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine your parents, because a lot of times, if you were going to apprentice, say under a blacksmith, your parents had to pay for you to go do that because you're earning a trade mm-hmm. right. it, it was like going to a trade school, yeah, and so your parents have paid all this money, you've worked your uh, the majority of your life at this time uh to basically be a master at something, and then somebody walks up and says, "Well, yeah, but they made that shoe a <laughs> lot cheaper.
1: Right, right. I don't
2: need a cobbler anymore. I just need a whole bunch of people on an assembly line to make one part of a greater thing. So, now, uh, Richard Bansel, an American political historian at Cornell University, said, before the war, there was a federal government and a bureaucracy, but there was no allegiance to a national government. When the states in the South Started to stand up and say that state rights um, basically outdo federal government rights, it became distasteful mm. to be a statist. And so, throughout the northern part of the nation, those who were still, you know, loyal to the Union, you didn't talk about state rights. Sure. You know, this was, uh, you, we got to think about these moments in history that we look back on also had cultural significance that changed us as a people. And this was one of them. It became distasteful to talk about how your state should have more rights than your federal government. Because what are you? You know, are you confederate? Is that <laughs> right. what you are? Exactly. You know, and then all of a sudden the slander and everything went off and you know, mm. you know how it is during war. It's terrible. So that was kind of the beginning. Where are we now? Right. Well, honestly, I mean, one of the most frightening
3: things about 2020 wasn't just the pandemic, but it was how quickly states, individuals, whatever, were just ready to give up their rights. Stay home for two weeks. Okay, I'll I'll just stay home. Yeah. You know, the federal government says do this and everybody fell in line. And, And I thought that at that moment we're going down a real slippery slope here because not only were we just talking States rights, you know, there, there were not really any States that stood up and said, you know what? We don't really like this. We're going to, we're not going to do this. I mean, even Christy Nome, who after uh, a month or so said, you know, what, kind of nuts to this, fooey to this, we're not doing it, but everybody fell in line. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was very telling as to how many people do believe in Big Brother, the, the the governmental federal system over state or individual rights, and that was that was kind of an awakening moment for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know if everybody fell in line though. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a broad brush. <laughs> but, but I mean, there's been a lot of uh, resistance. At least I've seen it from from the beginning. But what percentage of it was was resisting, and what percentage was complying?
3: It, w- it was yeah. the the resistance. Because I was kind of on the resistance side, I think everybody knows I've been a free stance, breather yeah. Yeah. Right. for the duration of this. But um, it was very minute, very,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, thirty percent maybe, maybe less than that. I think less than that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, uh, a lot of people might feel that this is the the real division, okay, because it's the newest scar that right. we've got on yeah. our skin, but. I want you to remember, and this is something that we're going to talk about. i got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about FDR, mm. and we're going to talk about the Patriot Act. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, <laughs> something that was supposed to... Now, now this is a thing. Patriot Act was supposed to sunset in 2005, originally. Right. Patriot Act did not fully sunset until two years ago. This is Open Lines on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM share.
0: Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. We hate unnecessary fees. At First Federal Bank and Trust, we offer local cash management services to save you time and money. We're here to help local businesses succeed, not make money from fees. Costs are on the rise, and just like shopping for insurance, your current cash management services could use a review. Contact Kim Wells and learn how First Federal's business products and services benefit you. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
5: Join Mark Patrick seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back
6: totally changed my life. It's amazing. I don't have any cravings. You want to quit, but have found it impossible? This is the thing for you. I have absolutely no craving. It's the darndest thing I have ever seen in my life. It's not for entertainment. It's
7: for results. Do
4: it. It works.
7: Period. You've tried everything else. You need to come and try this.
5: Only forty nine ninety nine guaranteed. Don't just cut down, but stop smoking. In addition, lose all the weight. 100% guaranteed with Mark Patrick Seminars. Let Hypnosis destroy unwanted cravings, and lose the weight. That's right. Seminar Friday, March 25th at the Ramada Hotel in Sheridan. Weight loss seminar from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. and the Stop Smoking seminar from 8 to 10 p.m. Registration 30 minutes before seminar. Info at markpatrickseminars.com. employment at $24 to $26 an hour with a comprehensive benefits package that includes sick leave, vacation, retirement contributions, and paid holidays? Sound good? Have you considered a position at the Fulmer Public Library? They're currently hiring a network administrator to oversee the operation and maintenance of computer equipment, library web presence, and computer security solutions. Interested? Get your application packet online today at SheridanWildLibrary.org. Take a class for fun at Sheridan College this spring. Learn Adobe InDesign, fly fishing, fly tying, or snowshoeing from expert instructors. To see all classes and to register, go to sheridan.edu forward slash plus. That's sheridan.edu forward slash plus. Or call 675-0100 today. Register now. Classes begin March 16th in our eight weeks unless otherwise noted. Sheridan College, begin your journey.
2: Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Aaron Linden. We've got James Timberlake in the box. We're talking about federal government and state government control. Do you feel that the federal government is getting too much control? Or are you on the side that believes that, you know what, the federal government is there for a purpose. They're they're there for a reason. They're fulfilling that reason. Either way, I'd love to hear your opinion. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or six seven two five seven six three. And once again, this is a conversation. This is, you're not going to change anybody's mind. But we'd love to hear what you've got to say. And I've got to call caller right now. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open lines.
7: Thank you very much. And I'd like to make a comment on your topic. But I'd also like to ask a question and make another comment off topic. So if I can go forward, I'll try and be as fast as possible. First, you know, I think part of our difficulty as Americans is we've grown government in the non-elected sector. We've got bureaucrats in all sorts of agencies making administrative decisions that can have or impact our lives in our various states. So it's more than just washington d c it's the governance structure of the nation itself and the amount of individuals interconnected through these bureaucracies also with our major universities it's a it's a big cake. Um, would I like to see it work differently yeah, I would can it i don't know we're pretty far down the road but I would if you'll allow me make another comment, and your station brought this to my attention, and that's s f Senate file 106. That's the um, stable token. And I don't know how it's come out this morning. It was the third vote in the House for the Wyoming legislature, and I don't know how it's come out. But briefly, as I understand it, the Wyoming Treasurer's Office, through this act, will issue a Wyoming cryptocurrency. This crypto is being referred to as a stable token. And it'll be backed by our purchase, Wyoming Treasury Office, purchase of the U.S. Treasury bills. Uh, What will happen with the Treasurer's Office is they will take the money from the sale of these tokens to individuals in the private sector to purchase these Treasury bills. And then the principal from the Treasury bills is what will back the crypto value, the interest would uh, go into the Common School Funds in Wyoming account, into the Permanent Mineral Land Fund account, into the Permanent Mineral Trust Fund account. And this is not an interactive crypto site. It's not a Bitcoin. It's not an Ethereum. I put in a buck, and I get a dollar of the state's crypto or stable token. And really, it's more of a savings account, for the buyer, because they can't really do anything with the money except pluck it in there or take it out. And so the interest, though, this is the interesting part, the interest is going to go to the state of Wyoming. So by buying that uh, token, I'm helping the state of Wyoming. I'm not necessarily helping myself. But what was said is we need to offer this and get a big buy from people who want to kind of put their, put their crypto in a savings account outside of Wyoming. We don't have enough people in Wyoming and enough people interested in this to get her done for this to work. And this brings me to a request, gentlemen. Clearly, uh, he is quoted here. Representative Cyrus Western from Bighorn has said, by being the first state to put, to put such a system in place, Wyoming could benefit from the global digital currency market, and he's put a value on that. He says it's globally $150 billion. But what Representative Spitz from Rock Springs has said is while the interest paid by Treasury bills is low, the first state to enter this market, we could capture as much as 10% of the token market. Maybe we could earn as much as... 30 million per year. I don't know. This is all speculative. It's interesting. I wish somebody knew where the last vote uh, on this, how it flopped out, Did it, it, is it good to go or not? I am not, and I've said it I think before, a fan of any form of cryptocurrency. And people need to understand too that our Senator Loomis. Is a big investor in Bitcoin. It is self acknowledged because it must be done that she's got about 230,000, and that's not a lot of money. But she believes in Bitcoin. And now we find that our state treasurer's office might be issuing a cryptocurrency. It's really an interesting conversation to me. I think crypto is poison. I really do. And thank you, gentlemen, for bringing this to my attention by mentioning it on your newscast. Senate File 106. Thank you.
2: All right, Vicky. Bye-bye. thank you. Yeah, so, crypto. Um, issued by the state. Issued it's by the state. It's almost like a state bond. Right. Isn't Is that, it
3: in a it, way? That kind of I mean, sounds... But you get none of the interest for it. You're just...
2: Helping out your helping state. Helping
3: out the state. And it sounds like it's more of a, a mineral royalties offset. You know, yeah. they're, they're looking for new funding for education system and whatever, but... I mean, yeah. aside from just saying, yeah, go Wyoming, I mean, you <laughs> yeah, put a dollar in, you, you get a dollar out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's basically a savings account with no
1: interest. The uh, Federal Reserve is looking at uh, potential risks and benefits of issuing U.S. digital currency as well. So it's, I think it, it's, as much as you may not like it, I think it's coming.
5: Oh, I guarantee and, it is.
1: And it's just a matter of how do you deal with it.
4: Yeah,
5: There's already a couple places that do this. I know Miami has a Miami coin. Yeah. That's its own thing. And New York City has an NYC coin. That's its own thing. That's a, its own cryptocurrency type thing. So,
2: you know, I can remember back in the 90s when I was first getting into conspiracy theories. And <laughs> you were of, that late? I was that late. <laughs> I was that late. Uh, now, I, one of these guys, uh, and I can't remember who it was. I think all of them, <laughs> <And> <laughs> we're, were running around saying that the New World Order oh. will end up uh digitalizing mm-hmm. all of our funds right so that the government can seize them yeah easier so that they can watch it uh more closely and uh, more accurately. So that's
5: weird that the New World Order the wrestling tandem with Hulk Hogan. Was- <laughs> 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 he was very into this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. surprisingly. Yeah. yeah.
2: A Hogan's behind it all. Seemed out of character, but I guess.
4: <laughs>
2: well, I mean, but the fact of the matter is, you know, it. I, I wonder what they're doing now. Some of them are rolling over in their grave. They were pretty, pretty elderly when they were telling me this. But, mm-hmm. you know, to an extent, this is what we're looking at. So if we really think about it, give it 75 years. Let's go seventy-five years into the future, and let's be realistic. You know, we still don't have hoverboards. All <laughs> right, Dang uh, it. Cars, flying cars? Not happening. No. not no. happening. I mean, come on. Do you really want some? You, I mean, you can't many,
5: control that. How yeah. many
2: DUIs yeah. do we have a year? Yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean, oh, you, know you know what? I, cars, I looking back on it. That's probably the dumbest thing, <laughs> right? We could ever it will only
1: happen if we get self-driving cars that actually work. Yeah,
5: because and then it has to follow a system. Yeah,
2: yeah. right.
1: And then because it would be
2: relatively safe.
1: There's yeah. enough
3: just bad, bad drivers on the roads. I can't imagine if you put them in the exactly, sky. Exactly. Right? Mm.
2: Could you imagine sitting there watching a, a Disney movie with your family, and all of a sudden someone? Crashes through your yeah. roof. A fender yeah, bender just, above your house is yeah, a lot yeah, worse than yeah. one on the on the street. Falling yeah, yeah, from the sky. Yeah. But uh, let's look at what cryptocurrency is going to be in 75 years. Let's look at the growth it's had in just the past decade. Mm-hmm. Let's look at all the companies and now governments that are getting involved in this. This is going to be huge.
1: Yeah. Well, that's it's going to be big changes for sure. Uh, yeah.
2: And and you know my daughter when she's my age might be looking at a completely different economy
5: mm-hmm.
2: oh, absolutely. Than, than what we look at right now.
5: The dollar might just be one way of many to pay for a bunch of different It may not things even more. exist anymore. That's it true. might not. Yeah, that too. It
2: might, you know, 75 years, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a lot can change. And this may date me, and we were talking about, you know,
3: ages earlier before the <laughs> right. program, and I didn't even know how old I was, but, <laughs> you know, it, I remember when Amazon IPO'd,
6: I yeah. mean, like when yeah. they just yep.
3: came out, and I mean, they were basically selling books out of a garage. Yeah. Yep. I he mean, Jeff Bezos was just sorting books and selling cheap. them from a garage. Cheap textbooks. And That's what. Now they look at it. Yeah. The world economy is Amazon in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, you can't find something in town. You go eh, Amazon. Yeah. It's there in two days. Where my brother lives, if you order before noon, you have it by five on your doorstep.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. We couldn't have predicted that. So no. where is this going to go? Who knows? Exactly. And, I mean, the 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 real genius of Beznos that everyone's, you know, why is he where he's at? He saw something, and he thought, I could use that in this way. Right. And he took advantage of it. There's the genius of it. And it only happens every now and then when somebody like that comes along, and they really see the potential of something, and then they just continue to feed their monster. Well, as you said, Ford. Yeah. There. Yeah. There you go. Exactly.
3: I, I mean, mean he, he basically did the assembly line. With other people's
2: products to get them there quicker. Exactly. And that changed the world as we know it. It changed every single product that we use every single day. The master apprentice system, gone. Mm-hmm. The way that we produced goods, gone. And then textile plants showed up. And then with those textile plants came safety regulation. Mm, OSHA. Uh, another federal government Stepping in and saying, whoa, 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 wait. So, and I like <laughs> safety regulations, <laughs> all right? And I like, uh, you know, laws made by the government that basically say you can't send an 11-year-old child down into a coal mine for the remainder of their life. Mm-hmm. You are not allowed to do that. So it's it's not like the government is like this holy bad monster who's who's coming to eat everything that we own. And aspire to be, okay? It's our government, guys. It's our government.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's the key is you have to be actively involved in it. Yeah, we, we talk about like term limits. That's kind of like a lazy band-aid to fix a problem that we really should be taking care of by holding our representatives accountable. Accountable. Thank and, you. And and it's a way of not doing it, just saying, oh, the problem will take care of itself every four years or yeah, whatever. Yeah,
2: and you know, I'm going to tell you right now, just yelling at somebody, they're not going to hear you. hmm you, no, they're going it's, to say, you out Making a meme out of them, they're not going to hear that either. That happens to these folks
4: right. every day. Yeah, yeah they can do. You're, you're just yeah.
2: another fly on the back, mm-hmm. and just brush you off. But we've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Another
8: beautiful day in Sheridan County today.
2: Absolutely is. is.
8: Yeah, I have to agree with uh, Vicky Taylor on that uh, about the uh, bureaucrats. Um, making rules and and, uh, them ending up being laws for things nobody voted on. That seems pretty repugnant to me to to have these, um, I I wouldn't call them self-righteous or anything, but they
4: certainly
8: certainly take a lot of um, license with uh, their positions to uh, make up the rules that we all must obey one way or another, so... And something else here, I, I thought I'd bounce off of you. A couple of weeks ago, you guys were talking about going across um, North Dakota and uh, the Balkan and stuff like that. And I love this country. Um, I've been over to some states in the West, and some in the East, and some in the South. And the people are all uh, they're I, I like watching people and the, and everything and and um, in a lot of places they're unique, but it's. My wife and I were out by uh, in Minnesota, and we decided to uh, not take the interstate back to Wyoming. We uh, said that's boring. Let's go. Let's go up there near the Canadian border and come back through North Dakota, and on these little 2 laners and stuff. So we uh, traveled until about noon, got to a town about the size of Anchester, and cruised around till we saw a small cafe with. cars around it. As we started in the door, I told Mary, I said I know what's going to happen when we step through the door and sure enough we stepped through the door everybody in the place turned and stared at us. They stopped what they were doing they stared at us. And the waitress came over and didn't say hi, how are you or anything else? She said you're not around here, are you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then she started telling us about their special of the day was ostrich burgers, and that the owner of the restaurant had an ostrich farm, and we really ought to try these ostrich burgers. And, and Mary and I looked at each other and we go, uh, "Don't think so." <laughs> and so the wagers just kept pushing them, you know, and 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 finally, you know, got a little testy there. I said, Look, uh, just uh, just give us a hamburger, please. Okay, so we're going down the road after we left there. And I looked at Mary and I said, I don't know about you, but I think we both had an ostrich burger whether we wanted it.
4: Or not. <laughs> 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 so
8: this the the adventure doesn't end there. We get out there in the middle of nowhere and it's getting dark and we're looking for a motel and can't even find a town and then out there in the prairies, this thing looks like it was dropped by one of the big helicopters, you know, just a, a a block of rooms or something. I don't know what it was. But it looked like it was someplace maybe we could find a bed. So when right up there was no office, no desk clerk or anything else, but there was a phone you could call somebody in Mumbai or Sri Lanka or somewhere that would uh, take your card number and, and – um, you it let you in a room, and um, so just about to make the deal, and the, down the hallway, this door opens, and a guy's pulling this bag out of the out of the doorway, and it looks like it weighs about 200 pounds, and he's he's jerking on it, and dragging it down the hall. It actually looked like a body in, in this bag. <laughs> we looked at each other and decided, you know what? What's really going to make our day is if he opens that back door and there's a wood chipper sitting out there in the <laughs> back lot. <line. laughs> <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> so, so we uh, we finally we went south and found an interstate that had a a town by it <laughs> and actually found a place to sleep. But um, yeah, that was that was quite a little adventure there.
2: It really so, sounds like it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Traversing across America can be a dangerous thing. (laughs) Ostrich burgers and body (laughs) bags.
3: That's that's actually the 97th chapter of my memoir. (laughs) All
4: right.
8: Well, you guys have a good day and uh, continue, you know, the discussion and all that. And... um, will. I'll maybe call you next
2: week. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much for the call. All right. we got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line.
6: Yeah, I uh, was listening to your poll, what your poll amounted to and everything, and I thought, well, this would be a good time to whip out my pocket constitution and read about the Tenth Amendment which most people don't seem to be aware of, but it says the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Mm -hmm. And we could talk all day about uh, federal government overreach—you know things that they do that are actually against that amendment. The states, I think, have more power than most people realize. And and here in Wyoming, we're we're kind of we natives are kind of an independent bunch anyway, and we don't like the federal government controlling everything we do. And uh, as far as Vicki, I I can't think of any time I've disagreed with her. Uh she's usually just right on. She really does her research. She and does. She does a lot of I don't homework. like money that's I don't like money that's on my computer. I'd rather have it in my pocket.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I would agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a certain comfort in uh tangible stuff like
2: that. Well, you know, if you really look at it, so let's say we're going to, let's look at ATM cards. Right. All That's right? just I mean, what I was going to say. Yeah. We're, we're, we're running around, how much do you pay for with cash now?
1: Well, yeah, the interesting thing is like you get paid and your employer tells your bank to increase the number at the bottom of your statement. Then you go buy something and the place you bought something from tells the bank to decrease that number. No physical Property changes hands in those transactions. Right.
3: And if you go to the bank and you say, I want to see the Floyd Whiting account with the hundreds of thousands of dollars in it.
1: It doesn't exist. They don't have it. Yeah, no.
3: That's why, like in Ukraine, what you saw when people were trying to flee and there were runs on banks, they didn't have the currency. Yeah. It it Mm -hmm. doesn't exist. It's it's binary code. It's ones and zeros in a computer somewhere. So it's already there. I mean, we're already doing it. We've already been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's just what form does that take? I'm used to, you know, if I had a little plastic Bitcoin card, would I feel better?
2: Maybe. Mm. But But you also have to question, okay, with new currency comes new regulation and law. Okay. I can get away with stuff with Bitcoin that I can't with the dollar. Right. You know, and yeah. so.
3: Well, you can get away with it with a dollar if you have dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you if go. if right you're writing down. a check or running your card for something illegal, yeah, you're going
2: to get caught. It quickly. all depends on how long it's in the washing machine, boys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines at 930K, OE, 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
0: the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Having your own business can be overwhelming. Parker Mellinger can make your life easier with payroll preparation,
5: accounting, and tax services. Our fixed price agreement is set according to your needs and features unlimited phone calls and meetings for one monthly fee. Choose only the services you need, and we will tailor them to fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Charitable giving is often
0: an important part of your future. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Stefel. I can help you develop a charitable giving strategy designed to potentially maximize your tax benefits and reduce your record-keeping burdens. Call us at 307-672-3434 to discuss how a Stiefel donor-advised fund can help create a positive impact on the causes you care most about.
1: People, Nicholas Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. A great meal that benefits a great cause. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner, 4.30 to 7 o'clock tonight at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $12 a person or $50 for a family. This year's meal will be takeout and shut-in delivery only. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner, tonight at Rotolini Hall, where the Knights of Columbus meet.
7: Fraggletons brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Meet a puppy named Dumpling. He's always ready to play and cuddle and is ready to find a home where he can do just that. Dumpling is around five months old and ready for his new home. If you're looking for a buddy to keep you company, Banshee is definitely the kitty for you. He's a friendly, talkative guy that will make sure you never feel alone as he talks about his day. And talk he will. If you're looking for some fun and excitement, come and meet Banshee today.
5: Dreaming of green grass, sunny
1: days, and long drives down the fairway? Well, so are we. It's time to get ready for the 2022 season at Kendrick Golf Course. Rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Sheridan's best golf value. Take advantage of their preseason discounts and save even more. Discounted passes now
5: on sale at City Hall or online at SheridanWY.gov through March 31st. The snow will be gone, and the grass will be greening up before you know it. Don't miss out. Play this
1: season at Kendrick Golf Course.
2: Good morning, and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting, and with me are my friends Steve Sisson, Aaron Linden, and James Timberlake in the box to take your phone call. Is he in the box, or are we in the box? You know, we might be in the box. It's all a matter of perspective. I I think it really is. I think we're all in boxes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like extended cubicles. I'm in the penalty box. <laughs> but he's by himself. He's in his own box. At yeah. least we have each yeah. other. <laughs> Give us the ring. 674-4443 six, four, 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 or 6725763. We don't have a whole lot of time left. But uh, the we're talking about does the federal government have too much control? And and how did they get it? So we talked about the Civil War and and we've touched on the Patriot Act. But FDR did a lot for this country. And one thing, uh, you know, I've talked openly. My father's uh, pretty conservative. He's a good Nebraska-Wyoming guy. Uh, he lives down in Texas now. Him and I got into a pretty good conversation last night regarding this stuff. And I learned stuff about my family every time we talked. My grandparents, when I mean, this is something I would have known. Um, first off, they were milk farmers. Out in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska forever. And apparently they were staunch Democrats, hmm. which really took me by surprise. And so I asked my father why, and he said FDR. Yeah, sure. He, Dad's like, your grandparents lived through the Great Depression, man. Like they were it, – it was a tough spot. And I think, uh, you know, generationally we tend to forget these kind of things. And it becomes something in a book, and that's only natural. You know, we're not going to remember that. But the fact of the matter is, Great Depression was horrible for this country, and so when FDR stepped in with the New Deal and he said, "You know what? I got to change this somehow," a lot of people didn't actually like what he did, uh, and a lot of those programs that he started were supposed to sunset, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And they're clicking on, <laughs> clicking on, yeah, <laughs> yep. you know, and and I've often said this. And for those of you sci fi fans out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the federal government's become like Skynet.
4: <laughs> okay. The <laughs> okay, okay. federal government's
2: yeah. self aware. Yeah. Right. Oh, and yeah. The federal government will protect itself before it protects anything else. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to approach it like that. Uh, you know, and, and on the other side of that coin, when you go home, the lights come on. In most parts of the country,
1: yeah, and you can buy something at the store like food wise and be relatively confident that it's safe to eat
2: and when you put that hose in the car, even though we're paying a lot, <laughs> right, at least right. there's fuel in it yes uh, I, there's a lot of parts of the world that aren't like that, and we had a caller once that actually asked us, you know why do we have battle groups all over the country all over the world, and we're not the the world's police no, we're not. No. But we have interests over there. We're the world's chaperone. There How you go. How about that? <laughs> yeah. There's a good go. way to put it, yeah. All <laughs> right, I've got one more caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line.
9: Thank you. Real quick, I realize you're running out of time. I was waiting for you to address FDR. Uh, in your research uh, efforts on FDR, I suggest that you check out the platforms, the party platforms of 1932 when he was elected. Check out. Uh, the Democratic Party platform and then check out the party platform of the Socialist Party of America I think what you might find out is that Roosevelt's platform that he ran on sounded like it could have been written by Ronald Reagan uh, things that he promised to and yet what he did look at the socialist platform and see what you find there uh, as to regulations no one ever doubts I think that the mining of the eleven 11-year-olds down in the mine that, that example. So those were certainly not needed at the time. But as Ronald Reagan said, uh, famously, uh, the closest thing to immortality on this earth is a federal program because <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they,
4: yeah.
9: they don't tend to do that. Yeah. Uh, let me make a suggestion to you. Take a look as an example at – it's titled, actually – Uh, It's under the rules of the – it's the text of the House Amendment to the Senate Amendment to H.R. 2471, and it's called the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2022, Consolidated. And it's it's over 2,700 pages on appropriations, et cetera. One suggestion for you. Uh, If you want to talk about federal regulations and the regulatory state, let me suggest – politically incorrect as it may be, that you invite uh, uh, Harriet Hagman on your show sometime. I have seen her do presentations on this, and she has outstanding information, very well researched, and it's something that people should probably attend to. Thank you.
2: All right. Thank you. And uh, I do have other callers, but folks, I have run out of time, and I'm really sorry we didn't get to you. Um, we will uh, probably continue this conversation in a future show. There's I'm, always next week. There's a, there's, there's always, always more, more time. next Friday. Uh, I, I really appreciate your, your opinions on this. Um, this is something that affects us every day, um, and we might not realize it. But, uh, it, you know, the world, ladies and gentlemen, affects us right here at home. This has been the Jackson Electric Open Line on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Call
0: Jack and electric, and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high-efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Here's what people are saying about RAP Plumbing and Heating in Sheridan.
7: Very professional, friendly, and fast. RAP Plumbing and Heating did a great job within our budget. We appreciated their fast callback time, and they left no mess behind.
2: Thank you, RAP Plumbing and Heating,
8: for your service, and I want to say that we're proud to recommend you to others.
5: This is Dan Rapp of RAP Plumbing and Heating. My crew and I work hard to exceed your expectations on all your plumbing needs. We pride ourselves on top-quality workmanship and thank all of our customers for their recommendations. I like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. That's right. You heard it here. If you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Need a plumber? Call WRAP Plumbing and Heating. They'll get back to you, give you a free estimate, and have it done as quickly as possible. WRAP Plumbing and Heating, 752-1844. 752-1844. Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders designers can get it done. Moss Holders. Furniture is our passion.
1: Do you have simple tax returns, but you're still confused on how to prepare them? Cloud Peak Accounting can help. Cloud Peak Accounting will prepare your simple tax return while you wait. Not sure if your tax return qualifies as simple? Just call them to find out, and then set up an appointment to get your taxes done while you wait. Call Cloud Peak Accounting at 307-684-5304.